Hello folks, this is Aaron Saft coming to you from the MR Running Pains podcast. Got kind of a lot to go over today. Um, a lot weighing on my mind with everything going on. It's, uh, it's a crazy time right now, obviously. Um, we've got Hellbender coming up here April 3rd. And, uh, obviously this coronavirus has, has really affected us, uh, as a, as a world. And, uh, people are asking, you know, is this going to affect Hellbender? And, uh, I mean, you know, to the extent that we have to really look at what we're doing as a race, um, at our aid stations especially, uh, you know, ultras typically, everybody kind of just dips in to the, uh, the, the food. Um, so we're, we're looking at all those and we're going to have to really, um, communicate and coordinate with our, our volunteers and aid station captains to make sure that, uh, A, they're, they're wearing gloves, um, B, that they hand out, um, any food that's not prepackaged, and perhaps, you know, they hand out all food. Um, we're going to try to go to more prepackaged foods so that, uh, you know, there's not as much contamination on, on the food itself. Um, you know, and I mean, that's unfortunate. There's a lot of extra waste on, you know, but that's, that's what it's got to be right now. Um, you know, to try to, try to do the best we can to to not spread germs and and viruses and all that um a lot of races are already having to do that uh, i know out west in california there's uh um health inspectors that show up at the races and you know they they take a look at make sure that your aid station is uh is sanitary enough you know just like restaurants it's uh it's it's something that we need to visit in all of our races and make sure we're doing our, our part to make sure that, you know, we're, we're not, um, we're not, uh, putting runners at risk for, for things we don't need to. So we're, we're looking at all of that. Um, my medical director, Nathan Rhodes, um, you know, we're, we're trying to come up with a, a plan to make sure we keep our runners safe. Um, uh, we keep our volunteers safe. That's our number one priority. So we're working on all that. Um, so, uh, you know, got that going on. Um, I was, you know, talking about having my son on the podcast, uh, Keegan, and uh, he's had uh, severs, uh, which is uh, kind of in the heel of the foot, and then uh, and it kind of transferred, uh, not transferred, but also manifested or brought about some, some plantar fasciitis. So his foot's really bugging him. He tried to run the mile last night. I just saw pain on his face, and there's nothing like seeing uh, your kid in pain. Ugh. It was really tough to watch. Um, you know, I, he gutted it out and finished the mile. I was proud of him. Um, you know, I mean, I could tell he was hurting. He ran 525. Um, I know he was frustrated last night. I could hear him pounding the door. It's you know I, I I feel his pain I've been there um, I just hate that he's he's suffering you know that's that's rough so I'm gonna give him some time off 
Um, I don't want to have him on the podcast just yet. I don't want to put a, you know that on him um, unless he wants to wants to talk about things. But um, I'm going to hold off. I think I'll talk to him a little bit more about it. See if he wants to talk. But you know, it's. I think we'll just give him some time off and let him heal. Um, it's tough. I know he wants to race and he wants to. You know, he wants to break five, but. Um, we also want him running long term and happy and healthy and you know running injured is never never the case which we're going to talk about a lot in this podcast so a few updates there um sorry to to bring in such a, a heavy intro but um a few other things um the uh my newsletter just launched um if uh there's tons of stuff in my newsletter um, it's not your your typical um, race director newsletter of of what races are coming up. I, I put all sorts of stuff in there from training uh, tips and uh, gear review and all sorts of stuff in there. Um, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, you can go to mrrunningpains.com and sign up there. Um, I also posted it on uh, my uh, um, my personal facebook page as well as the uh mr running page facebook page so you can uh you can check it out there um but please subscribe if you would um you know i put a lot of work into that and try to share a lot of tips um if you guys have uh questions or or anything always reach out uh email is running pains at gmail.com uh and also you can reach me through facebook so um i've also had a lot of people ask questions through strava it's a great little platform, too, for that. So you can find me on Strava, Aaron Saft, um, and uh, and ask questions through there, especially as you, if you see my training and have questions about what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> talking about Facebook, uh, I couldn't believe yesterday. Um, I was posting um, IMBA, the International Mountain Bike Association, had a, a great um, post that they shared about the Great American Outdoors Act, uh, right now, it's going in front of Congress. Um, it's going to uh, help provide uh, funds that are needed for the uh, Land and Water Conservation Fund uh, that uh, that will help the backlog of uh, maintenance needs for the uh, National Park Service. So, um, it, what it's doing is just it's it's giving you a voice to uh, to approach our uh, our senators and, and congressmen. Um, to let them know that we want to see this past, we we care about our forests and um, and how they're they're taken care of. Um, so if you if you see it, um, I posted on my Facebook page and uh, posted on my MR Running Pains Facebook page. Um, if you see it on there, jump on there, see, you know, take a look, read through it, see what you think. Uh, I certainly appreciate Emba putting that out there and making us aware of it. Uh, so the and the ridiculous part of this is I tried to share that across various platforms. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in, you know, certain groups. Uh, so I'm obviously not a moderator or an admin, admin of those groups, but I tried to share it and I get this notice from, from Facebook that I had been, uh, blocked from, um, from sharing, um, <laughs> for a week because I had posted too many pages that I'm, I'm not an administrator on, you know, I, I, was I believed heavily in this and wanted to see you know people um support it and uh and and uh and know what's going on and uh so anyway um I uh I saw a place where I could uh 
I could ask Facebook to to take off and and allow my my posts to go through. So um, I've asked them to do so um, because I, you know I, I really believe in this, and um, I, it's just amazing that they feel that you know something like this they can uh, they can red flag you and and, <laughs> and limit you from doing such. Um, but um, we've got a few things also coming up. Um, this weekend, which uh, is uh, March fourteenth um, and fifteenth, we have a, a trail work weekend um, at Camp Greer. That's the start of our uh, Help Under One Hundred. Um, they'll be going out and working on the trails in the area. Uh, it's a great collaboration between all user groups, really. Um, so that can be found on on Facebook. You can uh, search Camp Greer, and that's G-R-I-E-R, Camp Greer. Um, that's this weekend, and uh, if you can help, that's that's obviously more than appreciated. Unfortunately, I have to work at FooterX this weekend, so I can't get out, but um, we certainly appreciate that. Uh, then, uh, you know, Hellbender itself, uh, we're, we're in need of some volunteers still. Uh, that's It's doing great. Um, and I certainly appreciate all that are coming out. We've got well over 125 volunteers to put on this race, um, but could still use a few more. So um, if you're able or can spread the word, um, please do so. I could still use a few people, so thank you. Um, and then the Carolina Mountain Club, they're uh, doing their quarterly work day on April 4th. So that's uh, Saturday, April 4th. We'll be at Hellbender. But um, for those of you that um, want to get out and do some trail work, this, the Carolina Mountain Club CMC is uh, is hosting their quarterly work day at the Black Balsam Trail. Uh, that's where they're working for this this work day. Uh, you can find more on uh, their uh, Carolina Mountain Club website. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, oh, um, yeah. Some some really cool news for me. Um, this is uh, a race I did in December. The Headwaters 30K. Matt Kirby, um, unfortunately, is is moving. Uh, he's the uh, the you know the race director, and he asked me to take it over. Um, so I was you know uh, more than happy to uh, to accommodate. I love uh, I love the trails out there. It's in Panther Town. Um, Panther Town is uh, um, is kind of the Yosemite of the East, and uh, it's uh, it's beautiful. Uh, really diverse waterfalls everywhere uh, some really cool balds uh, rock outcrops and just a, a very very cool place to run so um, Sheridan Byers and I are going to work on that one together uh, Sheridan knows uh, that place like the back of his hand um, I need to to get over there and, and learn the trails a little bit better but I'm really excited to take over the Headwaters 30k uh, it's going to be an MR Running Pains event uh, that will be December 5th this year so look for that um i'll be working with the the forest service i uh, just had the introduction so i'm going to be working with them uh to get this event going that will be on ultra sign up and i'll post more information on my website as soon as that's available so um following up from uh, my last podcast my foot um after the 50k uh, i ended up having a strain um i sprained something in my foot uh, just had some, some fluid in the joints there. Uh, you know, it was, it was super painful. We didn't see anything on x-rays or, um, or ultrasound. 
that that would uh, signify that I had a um, stress fracture um, or stress reaction or even a fracture. So that's good news. Um, very happy about that. So the foot's doing much better. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's funny how the body reacts. I, I tried to get a little run in the other day and everything felt good. I, I could still feel my foot a little bit, you know, it's, it was only a week after the, the 50k. Uh, but I did give myself a week of total rest and foot was feeling really good for a few days. So I figured I'd give it a whirl. Um, wore some stiff shoes just to kind of give it a little extra support. Um, put on, uh, my Hoka Elevons, uh, which are definitely a, a stiffer shoe, not as flexible, so I wasn't putting as much strain on my foot. Try to keep it on a consistent surface, so I went on the treadmill and just, just kind of see how I felt. And actually, I felt really good. Um, and uh, you know, went to work. Was that was that the shop? Was that Footer X? And just kind of sitting doing some computer work. Um, I stood up and man, my hamstring just got super tight, and I was like, "What the heck is that all about?" So. Um, Tried to get out for a little jog yesterday. I only got about a mile and a half. Uh, took my dog out and ran with him a bit, get him some exercise. And it just it wasn't firing right. I could feel it, and so I just I stopped. You know, after a mile and a half, just kind of, you know, I was like, well, it's just not right. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. I had a great suggestion um, on my Facebook page. Kind of talk about you know when should we when should we run? When should we not run? When should we um, not race, uh, you know, uh, oh, that's a, you know, that's, that's a great question. So that's what we're going to get into today. Um, the, uh, um, to begin with, um, you know, um, there's, there's about you know, four reasons why we typically, uh, don't or can't run. Um, and those four would be illness, Injury, time restraint, and travel. Those are probably four of the you know most common reasons why um, we don't run. Um, illness being probably the the number one. And as as we just kind of talked about, you know, there's there's a lot going on right now, and there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't run. So we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about illness and injury. There's 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 not a lot you can do about time restraints. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of. I talked about it on uh, a few of the other podcasts that I've done with other folks about what what you can do um, to try to limit time restraint and um, and still get something in, and we'll we'll save that for for another podcast. Um, this one I want to talk more about um, illness and injury, and, and maybe give you a few trips if you're traveling. Excuse me, tips if you're traveling um, that uh, that you can do to you know try to try to still get something in. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll start here with illness. Um, so, you know, if, if we're, if we're talking about when you're sick, um, when should you run? Um, so let's start with the most basic. Let's say you've got kind of a, a head cold, um, you know, just some congestion, um, uh, maybe a cough, but it's, it's not in your lungs yet. So, you know, I, I know we want to get out there no matter what. We want to get our running in, um, but you know sometimes that can make things worse. So um, it's okay um, to to do something. I wouldn't say it's okay to to do your normal run um, if you if you've got a head cold. Uh, you know, uh, 
I want to say that you should reduce the duration and especially the intensity at which you train for, you know, when you're, when you're sick, when you've got a head cold, um, bring that down, make it super simple. It doesn't have to be a lot. You're not going to lose a ton of fitness. Head colds usually go away pretty quickly. You'll get over it faster if you let the body recover and you don't put stress on it. So, um, give yourself just, you know, a few days, reduce your, your training, just, you know, it could be 15, 20 minutes, right? You know, just super easy. You're getting something in, you're not going to lose a lot in that time. So don't worry about it. You know, like, um, the reality is in those, those few days, it's going to do your body better to take the time to recover. So reduce duration, reduce intensity. Um, if, um, if you've got, uh, a, a fever, um, if you've got, you know, body aches, chills, um, if, uh, especially if it goes into your, uh, your chest, if you've got a chest cold, then you shouldn't train. Uh, you should just take off, um, let that get out of your chest. We don't want it to turn into something worse. So, um, do not exercise if it's moved into your chest or, uh, or you're running a fever. Okay. Um, so give yourself that time. Um, be easy on yourself. Um, and you know, let yourself recover injury. Um, if we talk about injury, when you should run, when you shouldn't, well, you know, injury is, it's tough. Um, it's tough to, to listen to our body. Uh, I guess my best rule of thumb for injury is that if your, um, if your form is hampered, if your form is compromised by the injury, you're having to, um, to, uh, change your, your running form because of this injury, uh, then it's, you shouldn't, you shouldn't run. Uh, you should just, uh, take off cross train if you can, um, do something that, that doesn't hurt. Um, if, uh, if you're just having some, some dull pain and, you know, you can run through it, it's not hampering you. Um, you know, like again, probably just reduce the duration and intensity and and let yourself um you know kind of get rid of that pain but if it if it continues to hurt if that pain continues to exist um and uh or it gets worse then it is probably time to to find out what's going on and, you know seek a medical professional uh go see uh um an orthopedic um you know somebody that can uh that can tell you um, more of a specialist, you know, that can tell you what's going on. And, uh, when you go to see a doctor, um, try to see somebody, um, that's, you know, sports medicine related. They have, or have a, um, a, uh, a running background or endurance athlete background. They understand your mentality. You know, I, I, we all know the doctor that that's, you know, they're not, they're not runners. They're not, uh, even cyclists or, um, outdoor enthusiasts that, you know, they're just going to tell you, yeah, you need to take four to six weeks off. Um, so, um, try to seek somebody that has the, the same mentality that's going to say, well, yeah, you know, probably, probably shouldn't run right now, but at least you could do um, swimming or biking, you know, whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Um, those are the, you know, kind of physicians that you need to, to find for this type of, uh, this type of injury. Um, but yeah, if it's definitely getting worse, um, 
not healing after you know two weeks time um, or ten, at least you know ten days to two weeks then it's probably time to see somebody we're gonna uh, we're gonna eventually talk to um, some some doctors and stuff like that so you have a better feeling of, of who you should see and what they do um, you know at times it's appropriate to see a physical therapist so I definitely want to have some physical therapists on and, and hear their perspective and when we should go see them so um, and I know it's an extra expense um, but you know, if, if it's really hurting you, um, and you, you know, you don't want to take off, you want to get better. It's, it's the best thing to bite the bullet and go see him. Um, so, um, the, uh, the last piece that we're going to talk about is, uh, is travel. Um, and with travel, obviously it's, it's hard to get things in. So, um, just want to go over a few tips for when you're traveling, um, things that you might be able to do ahead of time to, to help you, uh, be able to get things in when you're traveling. Uh, especially if you're, you're traveling alone. Um, you can, you can contact if the, uh, the hotel ahead of time, um, find out if they have a gym available. Um, and you know, if so, what kind of, equ- of equipment do they have? You know, do they have a treadmill, do they have a bike, um, what are they, exactly do they have that you can use while you're there? You know, is there a pool that you can use uh, just to get some kind of cardio in while you're while you're there? Um, and if if they don't have a gym in the the hotel, um, you know, you can contact a, another uh, local gym, find a find a local gym in the area, and see uh, um, see if they have a day pass that you can use. Um, you know, just just while you're there. Um, to, uh, to at least, you know, get over there, you know, maybe, maybe you run on the treadmill, maybe just do a bike, uh, Stairmaster, row machine, um, anything, you know, if you're not comfortable running in the area where you're traveling, especially. Um, and then, uh, if, uh, if that's not an option, uh, the simplest thing that you can do is, uh, is bring a, uh, a TheraBand with you, um. I always talk about the uh, the book Running Rewired by Jay DeSherry. It's, it's one of my favorite resources. Um, he has a, a really simple workout. Um, it's called his Band, B-A-N-D, circuit. And uh, it's it's in the back of his book. And it's a really simple circuit, but a very effective workout. And all you need is a TheraBand um, to do the workout. And you can do that because, I mean, a TheraBand, you can pack that. It doesn't take much space. Super simple. Um, good workout, great core workout. Um, and then, uh, you know, the other options are, uh, you can talk with, uh, um, a a run shop or a bike shop where you're going, uh, see if they have, uh, some suggested routes that you could, you know, run, um, or trails where you can go ask them for a suggested loop. Um, you can look on, uh, some of the various apps like, uh, Gaia, um, trail run project, uh, you know, the trail run project especially has some, uh, some loops that people have already put in there. So, uh, you know, you can, you can see on there and, uh, and Gaia definitely kind of helps you make sure you're staying on course. So, um, you know, just use your resources that you have while you're traveling. Um, if you're traveling with the family, uh, that can be really hard cause you don't want to take up their time, um, when you're traveling. So, um, things that you can do, uh, is aside from, you know, getting up before everybody and and getting out there or, you know, 
going after everybody goes to bed is uh, is plan some activities with them um you know plan uh plan to go to, to the pool as a family um see if you can swim laps or, or aqua jog or do um some you know some kickboard or any of that while they're while they're swimming um or rent bikes you know go for a long bike ride with the family um plan a hike you know go for a go for a hike with everybody all good exercises and you know you're getting getting something in right so that's that's the key is just being able to kind of work around things um the other thing i'll say is um after having just done this myself is um when you're traveling at altitude um to, or traveling to a place that's uh, of a, a higher altitude um you know 5000 feet or above uh is you know plan to um go easy the first few days there you're there while you acclimatize um i just went into boulder and uh you know boulders it's not not too high it's over 5000 but you know even so you it you definitely feel the effects of it um i was uh i was there um you know on the second day i was i was trying to do a, a workout and uh it did not go well at all um but uh i probably should have just waited on that workout honestly um and done it when i you know, got back home or um you know, just modified it. Um, I tried to modify the pace, uh, just to accommodate myself and, and, you know, give myself a little bit of reprieve from, from, uh, from that, uh, at altitude, but, um, take that into consideration. You know, obviously, you know, if you're doing a workout or you got a long run planned, um, try to, uh, try to keep in mind that it's going to be harder. Uh, you know, you need to, um, adjust accordingly, uh, based on that. So, um, you know, uh, give yourself that grace. So, um, all these things said, you've had to take off time. Um, so let's talk about coming back, uh, from time off and, uh, what you should do, how you should do it. Um, so let's start really simply. Um, you know, if you've had to just take one to one to four days off, that's, uh, that's, I mean, that's just considered a, a rest period, um, you know, uh, recovery. So, um, you can resume training if you've only had to take one to four days off, just resume training as normal. You don't have to do anything special. Um, just, you know, go, go right back into what your routine was your first day back. You probably don't want to have a workout obviously, or a long run. Um, you know, let yourself, give yourself a day just to kind of, um, get your legs back under you, but, um, but you can resume normal training. Now, if you miss five to, to eight days, um, uh, I would start with, uh, two to three easy runs, um, and return to your, your normal training schedule after that. Um, but, uh, you know, again, if you miss five to eight days, so we're talking around a week off, then, uh, you need to just, ease back into it with two to three easy days of running. And then you can kind of get back into your, um, your normal workouts with, uh, um, normal duration and intensity. Uh, now if, if you're missing, um, nine to 14 days, so up to two weeks, um, give yourself about three to four days to kind of work back into, uh, to training three to four days of just easy running, um, you know, when I say easy running, um, your, your mileage, um, it it can, uh, it's slightly reduced, you know, 
um, probably a, um, a mile, two miles, even three miles less than your, your average run, um, just based on how you're feeling, what you're coming back from. Um, and then uh, uh, after those three or four days, you can kind of get back into your, your normal routine. Um, but it's uh, it's when we miss 14 days or more that we really have to uh, kind of take a step back um, and uh, and and get ourselves um, get ourselves back on track. It'd probably take um, upwards of a, a week of easy running before you can kind of reinserting your your workouts and long runs and stuff like that. Um, you know, we've we've kind of two weeks is a, a, at a point it's kind of threshold where you're, you're going to start to lose um, some fitness. So you have to kind of build back easy, give yourself a little bit of base running. Uh, just like I said, about a week of, of easy runs, um, no workouts, you know, no long runs, just just kind of uh, your your average runs at an easy pace. Um, and then uh, then you can kind of start, you know, building back your your workout. So um, those are those are kind of guidelines for for how to get back after you've been off. But um, <clears throat> and, you know, a few other things if um, if you've been injured um, and, and that, you know, the injury has taken you out for for two weeks or more. Uh, it, it might behoove you to, to see a physical therapist and make sure you don't have a, um, you know, a, a habit in your, uh, in your form that's, uh, that's going to make you injured again. So, um, you know, seek advice. Um, if you've got a coach, you know, maybe you guys, sit, you know, sit down and, and kind of video, look at your form, make sure we don't see anything in the form that's, uh, that's causing these injuries. Um, but it's good to assess at that point when you're coming back from, from injury, um, you know, make sure things are, are a go. You don't have, uh, don't have a hitch in your stride, you know, still from, from the injury, uh, you haven't formed a habit that we need to break. So, um, you know, be cognizant of that when coming back and, uh, listen to your body, you know, um, if it's, if it's not ready to, to do the mileage that you have on the calendar, pull back a little bit, you know, it's, it's not going to help you. It's just going to get you overtrained and fatigued. So, uh, you know, don't try to cram it. Don't try to cram in your training, listen to your body, uh, you know, listen to uh, how you're feeling, what it's telling you. Um, and just, you know, give yourself that, that time to get back to it. Um, so, um, you know, we've talked about coming back. Um, well, and yeah, you know, I guess uh, the next point would be that, well, what's uh, you've got an event coming up. Um, how far does this set you back? You know, do you have to reassess your goals? Um, should you even run the event? Uh, that's that's the that's the the big question. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times um, we have an event. Uh, I'll go back to my UTMB story, um, where I only had two months to train. Um, ideal? No, I was definitely not ideal. Um, smart? No, <laughs> definitely not smart to, you know, try to do one of the, the tougher hundred milers in the world off of two months of training. Um, but we have these, these races, you know, Western States, hard rock, um, we've got these big races, 
uh, you know, most of our, our hundred milers that we do, um, you know, I, right now I'm, I'm, I am talking about hundred milers, but I mean, we'll, we'll kind of talk about the shorter distances as well, but it's hard to, to not, you've, you've, you know, you've trained so hard. Um, you've done so much to get to this point. Um, it's, it's, you know, you've paid, you've paid for plane tickets. Uh, that's, that's the, the tough part. Um, you know, I mean, that's the decision you and probably your family have to make together. Um, or, you know, or you and your coach, you need to talk about, is this, is it feasible? Is it possible? Can you still run this? Um, should you still run this? Uh, you know, it's, um, I mean, in, in my case, um, I, you know, I reassessed my goal, um, you know, from, from what I was initially thinking to just, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to finish. Uh, um, honestly, you know, that's, that's the reality of it. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I, I finished, um, so super happy, you know, to, for that opportunity, super grateful that I finished. Um, but we have to be real with ourselves, you know, is, is a finish possible? Is it smart? Um, you know, is it, does it risk something? Um, you know, do we risk getting hurt or, you know, or worse, um, where, you know, we won't be running for a long period of time. Take all these variables into consideration, um, when, when thinking about it. Um, when, you know, when we look at, um, distances of a 50 K to 50 miles, um, you know, that when we, we assess, you know, after, uh, after a given time, um, and it's really, you know, again, um, it's really when we take two weeks off or more that we're kind of talking about these events. Um, and, and should we, should we, uh, should we still go forward? Um, and we're going to talk about the variables too. Um, so, uh, well, I guess we could talk about those now. Um, you know, um, where this time off comes is obviously, um, is very important, um, to whether you should line up. So let's say, you know, typically we, we, we train about four months, um, for an event that's, you know, let's just call that the average. Now, if, if this two weeks comes at the beginning, definitely not a big deal, right? We've got plenty of time, so don't stress about that at all. Um, if this comes in the middle, um, still, you know, we're, we're okay. Uh, you know, may have to reassess the goal. Um, you know, are we, uh, are we, uh, are we able to, to still get in what we need to, um, to hit our goal? Um, but definitely if we're, if we're, you know, if we're, you know, really close to the event, that's where we have to kind of, um, step back and assess, you know, should I just save this for, for another effort? Should I bag this race? Um, you know, I mean, if we're four weeks away from an event and have to take two weeks off, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably in our best interest to just say, okay, let's, let's save it for another day. Um, or, you know, if we're, if we're talking marathon or under, then, um, you know, you can probably still get away with, uh, with finishing the event, um, depending on how much, uh, history you have with running. Um, obviously the longer you've been running, um, you know, probably the, uh, the more 
you're uh, you're accustomed to running that distance, the easier it is to complete that distance. Um, so, I mean, you know, if we're talking um, half marathon or uh, marathon or even under half marathon, you know, obviously you can probably still do the event. Will you probably will you have the the same uh, uh, result? Uh, no, obviously not. But you can um, you can still do the event. As long as uh, you know it doesn't put you at risk for injury or uh, or uh, or uh, making the injury worse or you know anything to that that nature. Um, so um, the uh, I guess uh, you know when we when we look at the the grand scheme of things, we have to uh, we have to assess. Um, our goal, and that's probably a good thing to to think about ahead of time. You know, uh, what if, right? What if we always have our uh, our uh, goal A, goal B, and goal C, um, especially when we we talk about the longer distances. Um, we definitely try to uh, try to make sure that um, you know if if the if A isn't happening, then we have B. But we also need to do that in our training. We need to think about, you know, in the in the grand scheme of training, if if something goes wrong, um, you know, am I willing to to sacrifice this event to to totally bag it? We have to think about that ahead of time, you know. That way, if it does if it does come about, you know, you already know your answer. It may be it may be tough to face it, you know, to actually say, okay, I have to bag this event, but at least we've prepared ourselves for that. So not only when you're setting up your, your goals for the race itself, uh, set up your goals for training and know if something does arise, are you willing to, to totally bag this race or um, are you willing to, to go through with it uh, and, and be, you know, satisfied with the result, you know, whatever it may be. So think about that, you know, as you, as you're preparing for your race season, um, just in case something does happen, um, and, uh, be smart be smart about it. Be willing to, to be okay with, uh, with re- re- revising your, your finishing goals, um, and be okay with not being able to do an event. Yeah, that's, that's the hardest part. Um, you know, it's, uh, the fear of missing out, you know, we're always, we're always afraid of missing out. Um, we're afraid we won't have that opportunity again, and sometimes we won't, and that's what we have to consider. Um, you know, I, I don't think I, I'll ever have the chance to do UTMB again. Um, as as sad as that is, um, maybe I will, but you know, I, I I don't think so. So that's why I carry through with it. That's why why I went and did it. You know, so take that all into consideration. Um, and. If you guys have have questions, um, you know, you want to think about, uh, well, you know, I've I've been injured. You need somebody to kind of uh, be a sounding board. Obviously, fire me a message. You know, I'll I'll give you my opinion. Uh, We can talk about, you know, what your training was previously. Um, You know, again, how long you've been running, all that kind of stuff. uh, And kind of come to a a conclusion. Uh, I'll give you my advice. Whether you take it or not, that's, you know, totally up to you. But, you know, if you need a sounding board, I'm here for you guys. Um, again, I appreciate the opportunity uh, to uh, to do this and um, appreciate you all listening. 
uh yeah it's uh it's uh it's definitely uh it's been great to kind of get my thoughts out and uh really appreciate all your feedback um i uh on a side a side note um i just uh um became an affiliate um for uh kogala lights kogala k o g a l l a uh kogala is uh they're you know a great great lighting system um they're uh, 800 lumens and uh they're um man they're they're <laughs> uh i talk about it in my newsletter uh, i saw them at at um the chattanooga 100 when i was doing it and i i could have sworn a car was coming the gentleman had two strip lights of kogala um and man they were just so bright i <laughs> couldn't believe it um they run off of uh of battery packs um they've got three different batteries you can check them out at uh, kogala.com um i'm offering uh you guys 15% off of your purchase. You can use the uh the discount code running pains with a capital R um for your 15% off your purchase. Uh and uh that helps me. Um and uh, I get 10% of of every sale um on that. Uh and uh, I really appreciate Google giving me that opportunity. Um I'm going to put a link on my Facebook page and a link on my website. Uh, you can use that link to go in and again use the discount code uh, Running Pains Capital R for fifteen percent off. So thank you Kogala for that, and uh, really appreciate you guys once again for listening. Uh, until next time, have a great day, my friends. <laughs>